them again, which is like one of my favorite things ever because you get a love on people, you know? And so I don't know about you guys, but when I, when I thought of the word evangelism, I was like, I just imagine, you know, going to doors, knocking, and just talking, and kind of like, like a car sale, you know? Like we're going to go sell some stuff. But actually, someone's put it this way. Evangelism is like the art of capturing people's hearts. And you want to know who the best evangelism person is? <laughs> Jesus! You guys got it. Okay, so cool. First, I just want to pray to get us going. So, God, I just thank you for this time. God, I thank you for this privilege and opportunity, God, to share what you put in my heart. God, I just thank you that I would just say what you would want me to say, God, and nothing else. And I just pray for open minds and open hearts, God, to receive what you want to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so, so I want to ask you guys a question. And I'm going to, like, call on one of you guys, so if you would raise your hand, that'd be sick. Okay, who has ever tasted sushi? Okay, um, Shay. Could you describe it for me? Um, it tastes good. It tastes good? Yeah. Like, what's, like, can you describe it more, like, in detail? Wait, and how do you know this? Um, like, describe it for me. Oh, a rice roll. A rice roll, okay. Okay, and you've tried it before? Okay, cool. And wait, so how do you know like what it's like? Because exactly, because you've eaten it before. Okay, what about you? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and you know this because? Wait, Charlie, you know this because? Right on. Okay, cool. Okay, I have another question. How many of you guys have been skiing before? Skiing, like, you know, skiing. Yeah, sure. Okay. Can you describe it for me? Okay. Cool. Cool. That sounds pretty sick. Okay. Anybody else want to try to describe it for me? Kaylin? <laughs> okay. Okay. And how do you guys know these things? Because you've done them before and you've tried them before. Wait, I have a question. Is there any way we can, like, dim these lights? They're, like, blinding <laughs> The ones up here. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, what I want to, like, point out. You guys know these things, and you can easily describe them to me because you've experienced them before. You've tasted them before, and so you know how to describe it. And so, believe it or not, it's the same thing with Jesus. Like, how are we supposed to go tell people about Jesus if we don't know Jesus for ourselves, if we haven't experienced his goodness for ourselves, how am I supposed to go and tell somebody about that, you know? <laughs> okay, so like, basically, what is evangelism? Like I said, it's a capturing, it's the art of capturing people's hearts. And God is like, so good at that. He's so good at capturing people's hearts. He captured my heart. And um, yeah, so why do we evangelize? God told us to. It's in the Great Commission. God told us to go make disciples of all the nations. And so, but how are we supposed to do that if we're not a disciple ourselves, if we don't know God? Um, what is the Great Commission even? It's when God said to go make disciples of all the nations. Sorry, I just said that. Here, I'm going to open up to it. 
Um, I don't think he's going to have it up there. But I think it's in the end of Matthew. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just read it to you guys so you have a better picture. Okay, so... So it says, Jesus, it's 18, yeah. <laughs> so it said, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have, given, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And so, this is like, I just want you guys to know this, like, this is all of our calling, you know? When, when people are like, oh, what's my calling? I don't know what to do with my life. Like, this is our calling. This is the same thing for everyone. It's not, it doesn't matter if you think that you're gifted in it or not, like, if your personality is in it or not, like, God wants us to go tell people about him. And... Yeah, and it just, I'm just going to keep coming back to this idea of, like, you can't share something that you don't have. You can't take people places that you've never been, you know? And so, um, what is the good news? That's, a, that's what we're sharing. That's what, the great, what we're sharing in the Great Commission is the good news. And the good news is that Jesus died for you. And I know if all of you guys were raised in the church and have been coming since you were little, I know you've been hearing that since you were little, little kids in the nursery. Jesus loves you. Jesus died on a cross for you. But sometimes those words just become just words. Because, and I know it did for me, like I'm speaking this because I, I, I grew up in the church. I heard that since I was little. Jesus loves you. Jesus died on the cross for you. But really, what does that mean? Because it means so much more. It means so much more than just words that we hear. Um, because when, when Jesus died on the cross, it was more than just a ticket to heaven. It was more than just, he paid for our sins, of course. He paid for our sins. But this gave us access to him. He is the greatest gift, you guys. Like, he is the gift. His presence is the gift. And it's so amazing. That's why the cross is so amazing because God is holy. We are not holy. But God made a way for us to be with him, to connect with him on a personal level because God is personal. He's so personal, you guys. Um, yeah, like, like this is the same God that created you. This is the same God that literally thinks about you all day. Like you guys think, oh, who thinks about me? Oh, no one ever thinks about me. Oh, shucks. I'm just a loser. But no, God thinks about you. He has so many thoughts about you. I have, okay, Psalms 139 um, says, I'm not going to read it all because it's long, but you guys can read it. Um, you guys can read it. But 139.17 says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. That's amazing, you guys. Like, do you know, I've, I've been to like a couple beaches and I know there's a bunch of sand. <laughs> and I know there's more sand on other beaches. Can you just, it's like uncomprehendable, like how many thoughts God has about you. And they're precious thoughts. They're precious thoughts about each and every one of you guys. Um, 
Like, he knows you guys. Like, read Psalms 139. I highly encourage that. <laughs> Put that in your little notes. You're taking any. Um, go for it. <laughs> um, another thing is that I just want to say is, like, don't disqualify yourselves. Because this gift is for everybody, you guys. Like, it's not for the highly special people. It's not for the elite. It was for everybody. For you, 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 all of you guys. Okay, so don't, disqual- don't disqualify yourselves because we can easily do that. Um, okay, there's this really cool verse. I just like found it the other day. Um, it's Isaiah 56, three and four. And it says, don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord say, the Lord will never let me be a part of his people. And don't let the Enoch say, I'm dried up tree with no children and no future. For this is what the Lord says, I will bless those, Enoch's, who keep my Sabbath days holy and who choose to do what pleases me and commit their lives to me. And so these are like people that like, you know, um, that consider themselves like the lowest of the lows. And like society looked at them as lowest of the lows. But no, God says the exact opposite. Like he's going to bless you if you choose to live for him, like, and love him because he loves you. Um, yeah, like, like I said, like, this is just, what Jesus did on the cross was more than the ticket to heaven. Like, we have an inheritance, and it starts now. It doesn't start some far off time in the future. Yes, things are going to happen, but right now, you guys have access to this. Like, before school, that five minutes you have after you eat your cereal or whatever, that, like, minute you have at lunch, at your recess, before you go to bed, like, it doesn't matter, in the church, out of the church, like, that's where God's going to find you, and you're going to find God. Um, yeah, and I just, like, think it's so cool because this is, like, an invitation, you know? It's not something that God's like, hey, believe in me. Like, he's not rude. <laughs> God loves you guys, and, like, he, made, he, like, opened the door, then he's like, come on. Like, I'm inviting you. Like, come deeper with me. Come know me. And so, with all this said, maybe you guys are familiar with all that. Maybe you guys have heard, oh, yes, God does think about me. God does have all these thoughts about me. Maybe you're familiar with him. But it's okay if you haven't experienced that yet. Because, like, you guys are at this age where, like, you can, like, think for yourselves, you know? Like, Maybe you grew up in the church, maybe you didn't grow up in the church, but you guys, like, you guys can think for yourselves now, you know? And don't feel ashamed if you don't have this, and don't feel ashamed if you honestly don't believe it. Don't feel ashamed, because God's going to capture your heart if you want him to. Um, so if you got, you guys have probably heard of John the Baptist. If not, he was a guy that was, like, preparing the way for Jesus to come. And so... Actually, we were, I'm going to bring on that pastor you're talking about the other day. It's really interesting. It's like um, John 1, 31 through 34. And so I'll just read it to you guys. Well, so basically John was like preparing the way, like I said. And so you would think that he knew Jesus in this special way, but he didn't because it says, I did not recognize him as the Messiah. I have been baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. 
Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon him. I didn't know he was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, he told me, the one on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus, so I testify that he is the chosen one of God. And that just stood out to me so much because I was like, well, how the heck? Like, shouldn't John have known? Like, he literally was saying it. But it says that, like, God, like Holy Spirit revealed it to him. And Holy Spirit is the one that's going to do the work because we, as leaders, we as, like, anybody that knows <laughs> anything, like, we can tell you guys this information, you know? But at the end of the day, like, Holy Spirit, it's going to be between you and God that's going to be, like, that's going to reveal it. And for you guys to know that this is a true, true God that truly, truly loves you. Um... So, yeah, with that being said, like, Holy Spirit is a person, you know? Like, you can ask him questions. Like, don't think your questions are too hard for him. Because he's literally like the creator of the universe. Like, what does he not know? You guys think that you're, maybe they're too hard for us as leaders or like as parents or something, but they're not too hard for God. And so this just leads me into my next thing is like, don't be afraid to ask God. Like, even right now in your seats, like, if you guys are like, wow, like, this is hitting me, like, okay. Like, be asking God, like, God, can you really just show me? Can you really just show me part of yourself? Can you show me your love? Can you show me your peace? Because he's not going to hold it back from you. Um, so um, in John 3, 1 through 21, it's like the story of, like, Nicodemus. And, like, he was like a Pharisee, I think, right? Yeah, Nicodemus was a Pharisee. Yeah, so he's, like, up with his, like, high-class peeps. And he goes in the night to ask Jesus because he was curious like to to like ask Jesus and like question him about things and um he come he's like coming to Jesus in the night you know so nobody sees him but God was like it's really interesting because it just makes me think like we need to be like him sometimes you know like we need to go and ask God and investigate for ourselves because like, he was like, he should have known the law. He should have known all this because he was, like, a leader of the law or whatever. So, like, the questions that he was asking Jesus, Jesus was like, dude, you should know this. Like, if you're a leader of the law, you should know these things, you know? But he didn't because he didn't know them. He wasn't, like, experiencing it or experiencing God, like, Holy Spirit. And so, that just, with all that, that's just to say, investigate, you know? Go ask questions. Don't be scared to ask questions. Um, yeah, and so in Matthew 7, 7 through 8, there's another one that might be up there, I think. It's talking about asking, looking, and knocking. And so he says, Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And your parents, if your children ask you for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for, <laughs> or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? So again, it's an invitation. God's inviting you to ask him. God's inviting you to experience him. Um, 
Sometimes it's like, we can't understand things with our minds, right? Like, like for me, I've been kind of like working through this this week and like, like asking God questions, but at the same time understanding that he's God. Like he doesn't have to answer my questions the way I want them to be answered. Because our minds like physically are like, they search for answers and when they don't, when they don't get them, like it hurts, like it hurts our brain that we don't get the answers. And so we make up answers ourselves. But God will give his answers in the time he wants and in the way that he wants. And it's the best way. Um, yeah, like, because God doesn't hide things from us. He's not like, hey, no. Like, he hides them for us so that we would go and search them out, you know? Like, that's like why it's an invitation. It's kind of like an Easter egg hunt. Those are fun, right? <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like, God, like, hides them for us. Because this is like a relationship that he's opened up for us. And relationships are interactive. Like if, if, if I was to be like friends with somebody and we were to go out to coffee and they're just talking and I'm just sitting like this the whole time. Like that's not an interactive relationship, you know? And so it's like two-sided. So that's what I would say. Like God expects us to talk to him, you know? Because it's a relationship, you guys. And we're not robots. We're not his little robots that's like, um, I don't know how to explain that. Like, we're not his robots. <laughs> he gives us the opportunity to go find him. He gives us his word. He gives us prayer, worship. Like, everybody connects to God in a different way, like, through those things. And so, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, because when we know all this information, it's like, it's in our heads, right? And like, without experiencing with Holy Spirit, I feel like that's religion, you know? Like, we can get trapped in religion so easily. But, like I said, like, this is relationship. And so I guess my question for you guys would be, like, what are you going to do with this information? Now that you know that God loves you so much, that this is an invitation, that God's always waiting for you guys, like, what are you going to do with it? Okay? This is my, like, little challenge, little, just a question, like, just a question to provoke your thoughts, for you to think for yourself. Like, wow, does God really love me? Yes, he does. Okay? but I want you guys to go experience that for yourselves. Um, and if this is like crazy for you guys, like, wow, like this is such a revelation, then I want you guys to like think about how can I, how can I apply this? Like, like, am I gonna go home and like go ask God or like, what am I gonna do about it, you know? Um, because revelation without response is just religion because we're like, okay, we have this, but we're just gonna keep the information, information, information. I'm just gonna keep letting people fill me with information. But what are we gonna do with this information that we have? And so that is the heart of evangelism for me, is like, you have to know him. You have to go experience him so that you're able to tell people about him. I'm able to stand up here and tell you guys how much God loves you because I really have experienced that. Because I ask him every night, because I talk to him and I ask him to show me, show me more parts of you, God. I wanna know you more. I wanna see you, I wanna see you in every part of my day. And that's how I can stand up here and tell you guys this, like honestly. And um, I just wanna, Katie, like could you just come up and maybe play like some worship music? Like I don't know, I just wanna take some time to give you guys an opportunity to either stand here and like be like, sorry, this is one more thing. Like it takes a willing and an open heart. 
Like you guys have to have your hearts open because God's gonna come in different ways, like for all of you. Like it doesn't always have to look the same, you know? Like maybe it looked one way for me, but it's gonna look a completely different way for you guys because God speaks your personal language. And so, yeah, so I just wanna take like five minutes maybe. <laughs> I just wanna take like five minutes to just like Katie play some worship. I don't know and like you guys can stand up, walk around, I don't know, just pray, ask God to come and I'm gonna pray over you guys. And maybe the leaders could come up here too. And like, if you guys are like, wow, I want prayer, then we can pray for you too. Um, yeah. Okay, so God, I just thank you so much, Lord. I just thank you so much for each and every one of these beautiful souls that you've created. God, I thank you that they would just be able to experience this, God. I thank you that um, this is more than just religion. This is more than just information. God, I thank you that you're so real, God, and you don't hide things from us, but you want to reveal yourself to us. So God, I thank you that each and every one of these wonderful people, God, that you would just show them your love, God, in your special way that you do. And I just thank you for open minds and open hearts, God, that we would just be willing, like, to what you, what you want us to receive, Lord. Yeah, in Jesus' name.